to share our story. I know I am like the one who talks all the, you know, bullshit on social media. So this is giving people a different perception of myself. Um, actually, she doesn't say too much, but I say it all. So I think this is basically just letting everyone know our story, who we are, where we come from, and where we're going. So, yeah. This first episode, we kind of just wanted to talk about, you know, how we became friends mm-hmm. and what happened on our little friendship journey. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So I met Krisha <laughs> I don't remember in high school. We didn't like each other. But, but I don't she know was why. She was popular. She I was like very popular. High school uh, cheerleader. And I was like into my academics. And I you did be a nerd. I was a nerd. I like, I was on Devil's. Because that palms. Girl, I'm Who did that? I did I had a really nice booty in high school because I did the kick lines. Hmm, and my booty was up there. I miss those days. Anywho, um So what happened? We didn't like each other. She's she told me this, but I don't remember why. We not. did not like each other because we hung with different two different yeah. groups of people. So I was like the mean girls group. Yeah. She was with the mean girls, Arkita. <laughs> hey y'all. Um, so they were popular, and it was like it wasn't like what you see on TV, where it's like groups of kids and they like battling against each other mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I mean, I don't even know how we became friends. I think you was talking to Lawrence. I was, and I was talking to Calvin. Who knows what they day? And we used to like skip school. You know what? <laughs> that. See, this is why I have to teach my daughter. No, we're not gonna deal with these boys. I could have had a, I could have had a track scholarship. Do you hear me? She could have. I was I was she cold. Was like, I was like Flojo. I was but, a track for a second. But guess what? I let a boy ruin all that. Okay. Yeah. So that's how we became friends. And then we fell out right before we graduated. Don't you remember? Mm-mm. Sony and the guns and we had guns. <laughs> She, she we didn't have guns. Remember, there was like a gun thing, and like someone showed up at people's houses. With oh guns. yeah, yeah, we yeah. didn't to fight people. But I don't remember the whole. I don't, I don't know why we fell out. See, this is right. why like high school really doesn't kind of matter because you don't even remember no. half the stuff. I just know that we were. I was like kind of on ten. Like it was a lot of girls like trying to fight me my senior year, and like we showed up in some type of van. Yes, deep. Ready to fight all these, like, jumping out it was with bats. bats. I was a mess. It was a hot mess. Oh, God delivered me. And then we didn't like each other in college, and I remember. Oh, we went to, she went to U of I, I went to Parkland. And I remember seeing her, and I was drunk as hell. She was walking into this club, and I was leaving the club, and I was like, damn it, bitch. <laughs> I don't even know why I didn't like her at that point. I think we she I think we should have been friends and you know how sometimes you see somebody and you, you're mad because you guys aren't friends anymore but 
you're mad because you're not friends. Like, it really is not a reason that you don't like each other, but you're just mad because you're not friends. Right. I think that's what it was. That was it. I, could, I mean, I'm, I have amnesia. So, it's a lot of stuff I don't remember. You then we grew up. Okay. We grew up. And we became friends again. Mm-hmm. And then I fucked up. But I'm an adult. Yeah. So, I can say I fucked up. Okay. And her mom is going through a cancer battle. Mm-hmm. And I have... My mom died of cancer, so like when it comes to death and sickness and stuff like that, I just kind of detached myself, mm-hmm. so I wasn't there for her the way I should have been. Mm-hmm. So we fell out. Yeah. And I was, you know, me, I'm just like, fuck that bitch, I'm being her, whatever. I don't know what's wrong with her. I don't know what's wrong with her. She may have, like, I said, I mean, I don't know what's wrong with her. She just stopped talking to me. And my children's father was like, that was your girl. Y'all need to make up. Y'all need to make up. You just need to call her. You just need to talk to her. And I kind of reached out. We went to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And we had a conversation. That was a very emotional conversation. We started crying. As soon as we started talking. And if I cry, it's like serious. Because I'm not a crier. Like, I'm playing, I'd be scared. Like, I'll be ready to fight when I cry. So, for me to cry, is you know it's something wrong. So, now we're here. And where are we now? What, 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 what would you call this point in your life, like, right now? You're 35. Transition. So you're transition. Trying to just figure out, like, um, I moved to Indiana. A lot of people would say it's because of her, but it's not. I can do it. She can do it. Taxes are cheaper in Indiana. Yeah. When you buy a home, the taxes are cheaper. And you get nice, nice, like, hello. (laughs) I get quality. I got, like, a four-bedroom. With stupid bag, big backyards mm-hmm. like that would not happen. Beautiful home. I was looking like the suburbs, what they have the really, really nice school districts, and that was just ridiculous. And taxes were 10,000 10, yeah, 10, plus. So, I would call the transition just because I'm not with my children's father right now, um, and it's, it's different than it was before. We're not together, so it's, it's harder to. Take care of the kids mm-hmm. and just try and figure out that whole take care of you, take care of the kids thing. It's a struggle. Yeah. Being a, being, see, and I think the difference between us, I've been a single mother. Mm-hmm. My daughter is 11. I've been a single mother since she was, before she was born. So to me going into it, I look at it different like, oh, okay, she's 11. I got this. We, we moving along. Hey, I don't sweat nobody. You know what I mean? My attitude would be like, keep it moving. So I think for you, you're learning because you were with him for damn near 11 years mm-hmm. on and off. Because you guys were messing around before I had Leonie. Yeah. So it was like a whole... So I watched your relationship from the beginning to the end, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I look at things different. I take grief and dealing with, with my child... I went to the sperm bank. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not even going to say my child. So I went to the sperm bank. We're going to leave it at that. But y'all that know me, don't ask no questions. I went to a smart bank. <laughs> so, with me, I raised her literally from me not having nothing. I was—I mean, I've always had something from with my family aspect. But from me, like, in the mud. making I remember making $7,000 a year. $7,000 a year. How can you take care of a child $7,000 a year? That's when I was in nursing school. So, I wasn't working full time. I was just like... PRN, you know, yeah. as you go, whatever. Oh, we didn't tell what, what we do. Okay, so if most of you know, I'm a nurse. I'm in insurance. She's fine. I'm an underwriter. 
Underwriting assistant. She'd be at home just I'm fine. Analyst. So IT person. So now that we're here, so I just look back at where we came from. Like, like I said, I, I, people, a lot of people don't know my story. They see my story from here, where I'm at right now, my glow phase. And they don't know. It was a point in time that I couldn't even buy my daughter pampers. Like, I was literally living in the one-bedroom, like, oh, my God, how am pay my rent? You know? And I didn't tell people. I'm not a one person to ask people. So a lot of people didn't know because that was nothing for me to share. It was like, okay, I need to get it. I need to do what I need to do and move on. So now that we are in our glow phase, we have homes. We own our homes. Uh, we have great careers. And we're succeeding. I think, for me, you say yours is transition. Mine mm -hmm. is peace. And I say mine is peace because... A lot of people have seen my relationship in the public because I was posting everything. I went through um, a four-year relationship, um, basically, and, you know, it was good. I, I don't have nothing really negative to say. We think some things happen, and we're not together. And some point of that I regret because, like, hey, you know, you know you're like, that's my husband. Like, I know I'm going to marry this person. So some people, some part of that I regret, but then at the same time, um, I need to be me. I needed to elevate me. It was certain things that stopped, um, and I allowed someone else to control certain decisions that I made in life. I'm not going to really go into detail, but I allowed somebody to control certain decisions. And right now, I think I'm just doing me. Like, I'm just, hey, making my good money, making my, my love. Six figures, you know, just doing it, you know, making all that. So you know, it, it feels good, like to be able to. And the reason I say peace because it feels good to be able to pay your own mortgage and not need help. You see what I'm saying? Now it's not. Now I'm not saying I don't want the companionship. You know, everybody wants the companionship, but it feels good to be able to do it on your own and not need the help. So I, I'm at peace. Peace is a good feeling. I was, you know, another one. That's that's what I said. That's for the toxic as fuck episode. Oh Jesus! Did toxic? Speaking of toxic, did you watch Malcolm and Wood? Yes. It reminded me of my relationship. I had ninety nine thousand of those arguments, but the difference between. Like my ex current, my ex situation mm -hmm. in Malcolm Marie, we not sitting up there arguing that long. Mm -hmm. Like that would have never happened. Somebody would have got left. Yeah. Somebody would have said you. something so ridiculous that it would have just ended. Like we're not yeah. gonna just. I'm not gonna get in the tub, think about some more stuff to argue right. with you about. Get out the tub, and now we arguing again. It's not gonna happen. But I do respect that because at least they stayed mm -hmm. to work out whatever the hell was going on. Was arguing about. I agree because I think so many. I'm, I'm just speaking from my relationship mm -hmm. and then like my friends. I can't speak for everybody. But I think so many, especially in the black community, we don't know how to communicate. We, don't. we were not taught how to communicate. We were not taught to express our feelings. I remember something incident happened with my daughter and her um, father. And she asked me, was it okay for her to communicate the way she felt? And I was like, of course. Mm -hmm. Yes. Without being disrespectful, you can you can say how you feel, and I think when we were taught, when we grew up, we were taught to be seen, not heard. Mm -hmm. So we couldn't tell our parents how we felt. Mm -hmm. We couldn't say, "Mom, you hurt my feelings." It was like, "Oh, be quiet." When you don't have an opinion, um, so I think with the Malcolm Marie, it taught me a lesson. Like, oh, 
you have to learn how to take constructive criticism as well. You can't dish. You need to learn if you're gonna dish it out, you have to take it. True. Because a lot of times we could dish the shit out, but can we really take it? And it hurts our feelings. Yeah. Because I feel like he was trying to break her down. He was trying to break her down, but he also was trying to get her to see like this is who you are. Stop making mm-hmm. the funk. Like you, you want this argument. You mm-hmm. want to be debased. You want to be talked mm-hmm. down to and degraded. Like this is what you like. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, I feel like both of them go for the jugular. Mm-hmm. Like in arguments and especially in relationships, people feel the need to go to hurt. The jugular. I want to hurt you I so bad. You hurt me. me. Yes, and I do that. And that's how I'm working. I do it too. Well, I think I'm toxic. Like, I'll say something to me, and then I'll be like, oh, the next day, oh, I love you so much. Um, I want to be with you. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? I do that. Work on, uh, you helping me to work on me. And, oh, that goes, also, I'm going to say this, too, with peace. I think with peace, you learn how to love yourself. Like, I never really knew how, I think I'll have, I've always been in a relationship. Like, so I can remember, I've always been in a relationship. If, if I break up with one person, I always had an ex that I can go back to. Whether if I should or not, mm-hmm. but I always had an ex that was there like, oh, Precious single. Here she goes. See, me, I always have a setup going. Oh, you have an ex. <laughs> ex strategy. Mm-hmm. So my last situation, before my last situation mm-hmm. was like, I, me and him already were kind of liking each other. So it was kind of like, get out of this relationship and, and jump into the next one. Into the other one. Yeah. That's without what having time to figure out why this one didn't work. Yeah. Um, and this is like the first time that I didn't, I didn't have anything. Yeah. I mean, oh, I had something. I'm not even going to give that the energy. But just know that I had something and it didn't go well and it wasn't worth it. So it taught me that something, I'm not even going to give that person the energy, but that something taught me stop, heal, heal, heal from your four years that you was with this person. Heal and, and, and put, you know, get everything off that. Clear that story. Once that story is clear, then if you want to decide to be in a relationship, then go ahead and be in a relationship. Well, how, what do you feel about relationship hoppers? Like, Lord. Child. <laughs> now, see. I like to my line on that one. Okay, listen. Because a lot of people saying, Lord, and hold. I don't get it. Yeah. Because see, I was reading this book called Hope Tactics. Mm, maybe and they were that. like, now nah, I ain't trying to be the hoe. <laughs> That's the name of the book. The book is called Hoe. And the shoot fits with. Oh, no, so it's like a difference between a hoe and a slut. He was saying hoes mess with guys for certain things. Bags, mm. purses, trips, status. Like, I'm okay. messing with this doctor because I want to be in these circles because I want to do this. Okay. A slut is someone who is going from man to man because they need this physical thing. Like, they need mm. status from every person. I don't think she's either one. I feel mm-hmm. like she's doing what us young people should have been doing mm-hmm. when we were in our 20s. Like, I agree. She's trying to figure out what she likes and what she don't like. Yeah. And I actually think that she actually likes Michael B. Jordan. Now, I don't yes. know. Yes. I don't know what her karma looks like. Right, because she can't I don't know what karma. she was telling Future. I don't know if Future really thought they was going to be together or right. she played him or whatever the case may be. But I hope that there's no karma coming back for her because she's mm-hmm. posting him. Yeah, and she's And he him. might be just having fun with she might be on some serious yeah. stuff. And not even that, Louis Vuitton just sent them like Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan, like a whole purse. I said, Child, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I posted on my story. I had posted, like, do you think Lori's lucky? Mm-hmm. Or do you think she's, she's a slut? I was torn. Okay, so I'm going to say this because if that was me, mm-hmm. 
if I was doing that right now, I feel like I would be like, oh, she's a hoe. Mm-hmm. She's a hoe. Because mm-hmm. every time a woman posts a new man every six months, oh, she a hoe. Mm-hmm. But how do you know what I'm doing with that man? How do you know if I'm even sleeping with him? That's true. And I, and I hate when people judge because sometimes I don't, you don't sleep with everybody you talk to. I know, I know. I have a lot of male friends and I don't sleep with everybody I talk to. Um, so I feel like, I feel like what she's doing, I wish I would have done. Yeah. Because because I'm gonna say I, I feel like I did it, but I didn't do it with like successful people. Well, I mean, it doesn't really. It kind of doesn't to me. It doesn't matter she if has money. Successful or she has not, money though. Because I feel like if you mess with someone who's broke and you realize like I don't like these characteristics in the person mm, that I'm being with, true. it doesn't really matter. You learn something from that person. True. But if you just out here fucking, we're not. Right, nothing. Yeah, be, that's being a hoe. If you out here fucking, that's being a hoe. That's being a slut. Yeah. So, so, yeah, at least get something. If you want to be a hoe, be a good hoe. I'm going to say this. I think for my younger self, what I would have taught my younger self, mm-hmm. yes, go and secure your own bag. Secure it young. You know, right out of high school, go to college, secure your bag young. But also live your life. Like, you know, I love my child. But I wish I would have made different decisions that I would have probably, you know, waited until I was like 35. You know what I mean? To have a child. Because then I would have been really more successful versus struggling. But what the struggling has taught me is taught me to appreciate what I have more. Mm-hmm. So when I come on social media and I'm showing and I feel, I'm feeling myself because I deserve it. Mm-hmm. I deserve it. So but what I would have taught my younger self is, like, be you. Mm-hmm. Don't settle. Don't sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I could be very boisterous and I could just be off the chain. But I'm coming into myself like, not saying I can't take constructive criticism, but I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm me. Yeah. I'm doing me. Like, if you don't like it, you don't, one, you don't have to listen. Two, you, you don't have to deal with me. Yeah. Three, you ain't paying my fucking bills. So, you know, and it's, and I think back to me and I say, I'll talk on men part. I feel like a lot of men have put us in a box. Where we shouldn't, they feel like, oh, if we start talking or if we say this, oh, she's loud, she's ghetto, she's this, she's that. Why? Because I'm speaking how I feel? But what about the way y'all treat women? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about women. What about the way y'all open y'all legs and letting men treat y'all that way? Mm-hmm. And y'all ain't get nothing in return. But headaches. Ooh. Not flowers. Not even flowers. You know, I'm... You know what I used to want? I'm gonna say this and now we can go whatever. But I used to want my ex to buy me flowers like every week. <laughs> and one person, one guy told me he was like, "Cream, if you want flowers, you need to. If you gonna expect somebody to do something for me for for you, you should do it for yourself." So I thought I want some flowers every week. Why not? That makes me happy. But I think some men don't understand that those little things can go a long way. Yeah. I agree. That's the bare minimum. And my son, my little baby, he's five. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Come on, Jake. And he will be like, oh, let's get mommy flowers. Mm-hmm. He's very good about that because he knows I like flowers. Or we'll go to the store and he'll be like, mommy, you're going to your, get yourself some flowers this time. And so I think that that's good to show kids, like, you know, mommy bought herself some flowers. She mm-hmm. didn't know somebody else to buy her some flowers. Mm-hmm. Or she do nice things for herself. Or she takes care of herself. You know, Jake will tell me to me, you want to get your nails done? Mm-hmm. That's another thing, too. I, I make sure I get my toes done every two weeks, every three weeks. Because I feel like that makes me happy. My ex, he didn't care about that. He was like, oh, you go, okay. But that makes me happy. 
Like, why not? Child, I'm going to look good. <laughs> when I step out, I need you to see great. <laughs> you yeah. see me? That's what I want to say. So, I don't know. So, what So what else? Let's speak about this Ari. Ari? Ari should write a book. Mm-hmm. I need her to write a book. I need her to tell me what she's what she doing, what she's saying, what she, what's going on. I feel like um, if social media was around like it is now, mm-hmm. we, we might have did something differently. I would have got my body done. I would have got my body done. I would have found me a rapper. Woo! And moved to Atlanta. I Atlanta. I would have moved to Atlanta. I know. Not Straight Atlanta. out of high school. Atlanta is lovely. We got it together. Got I would have did that too, I think. Uh, yeah. Because I feel like they just live it. They just live in life. Kids, they knocked up. They Oh, they got a nanny. They got a nanny. Child, I'm like, nanny. Carla, 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 Carla would do that. Carla would do that. Carla would do that. If I take, if I pay her real good. Yeah. She, she'll be a she'll nanny. She'll definitely do it. Get her a bag or something. Yeah. A cup. I get her a car. And get her in the kitchen. Her mama can make some good ass cakes. Ooh, them cakes. Yeah. When they sold in all the peas. I'm going to have to get her a little bit. And I don't even eat cake like that. But it's, it's good. It's, it's real good. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. So what you got new coming up? Well, oh my god, I done jam packed my year. Now mm-hmm. I said I only my real goal for 2021 was mm-hmm. just one extra stream of income. But like I feel like this mm-hmm. is what really crazy people like when they go crazy and they start doing drugs. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is why because you have all these ideas in your head mm-hmm. and to get them all out makes you feel crazy. Mm-hmm. So I got like four different ideas, four different businesses. That I want to do. I don't know if I'm going to do all of them, mm-hmm. but I'm going to have to do something with each one of them because mm-hmm. it feel it makes me crazy. Mm. Like, like I wake up and night. yeah, thinking about it, like oh, I could do this, I could do this, mm. I could do this. So be on the lookout for some shea butter. <laughs> shea butter, some shea shea, some shea shea, shea. Um, my loungewear line. I just want to be a model. And uh, boys' clothing line. The podcast. Joe Button, I see you. Um, I'm coming for Joe, okay? Not like relationship, but I'm going to be in the clubhouse like, what up? You better. I feel like, I feel like you, I feel like we, we limit ourselves if we don't be like, oh, this is my opportunity. Yeah. I'm about to run for it. You know, I met a woman. True story, real quick. I met a woman who started her own school. What? Yeah, which is something that I'm, I got going on. But she started her own school, Real Talk, and she's like me and her talk once a week. She's in Vegas. She's helping me set up my, new, my next business. And I'm like, damn, she really doing it. So, make a long story short, I feel like you just have to go after it. You never know who's going to help you. Mm-hmm. And that's why Clubhouse is dope. Yeah. Because I be on Clubhouse and I be using Clubhouse the way it's supposed to be. She be on Clubhouse. Like, I be on Clubhouse, I be sending her messages and she don't respond. I went on there the other day. With Karen Civil. I went on there. That was late. She said we yeah. can ask her any questions. Yeah, on coming up this week. We're gonna go Monday. on. Yeah. Just right. send me the link and I'm gonna get on. But I know on a lot, like there's stuff on there for single black moms, there's stuff on there for like uh-huh. podcasters and like I be trying to learn stuff. Like it'd be like some wild Clubhouse rooms like yeah. come here if you a hoe, like come here if you trying to smoke. You need some weed. Like, okay, what is happening? Yeah, no, like, no. So I don't use Clubhouse for that, but you can learn a lot from Clubhouse, and it's like it's free. Might as well. Like I don't know why it's free, but it's free, and you can learn a lot of different things. 
I think we you I think everyone should take advantage of that. Absolutely. Even if you don't have a business, you can learn something about interpersonal communication because yeah. we could all learn how to communicate better. Ooh, child, that's a word. That's a word. It is a word. I'm gonna learn how to communicate. Mm-hmm. I just say whatever I'm gonna say. She do. She is the more open. Mm-hmm. I'm the introverted extrovert. But wait, let me say this real quick. But it depends on who I'm with. Because in my four-year relationship, I was very submissive. People she was even, different. I was so submissive. Now, having a relationship, we were not friends. But the other half, we were, and she was different. I was so different. I did whatever. Yeah. I did whatever. I, because I wanted I wanted to show him. And I think that's what we need to stop doing. I wanted to be something different. Like, I wanted to prove to him, like, oh, I could be the wife. I could be this. Mm-hmm. I could be that. And I gave it all. And see, that's why. See, that's what I do. I'm, I mold myself to be something into whatever I think the person wants instead of. And then, then I look around and I'm like, oh shit, I'm, I'm miserable. Mm. Yeah, because I just be, I put all my energy into the I'm other person. I'm not doing that. Anymore. Or I put all my energy into something. And then you like drain. And then you drain yourself. Yeah. And then you have nothing left for yourself, and you're depleted, and you're over here looking like I used to be running, trying to come home cook, <laughs> trying to come home wash clothes. What? Well, I used to cook every day. I used to cook like three times a week. That was the best. And he was like, you know what? I don't cook. He was like, ain't nobody tell you to, ain't nobody tell you you had to cook. You had to cook because of the I said, huh? She eats the hot pockets. Never. So, you know what? You know what I go? When I don't feel like cooking, my kids eat Salisbury steak banquet meals. Girl, they only be like, what's that? Was this your kids still small? They don't know. I, what's wrong? It's good. It's that. good, but she just never used to eat. Oh well, child, I can't. Really? I, every day I don't feel oh. like cooking. She's. Actually, I have a new job, so it's different. Like, yeah, I can't be like, oh, well, I gotta get off because I gotta. And the pandemic done ruined everything, so there's no boundaries. Like I'm working mm-hmm. at home, and then um, the kids are at home, so they just be like, you at home, so you can work until nine o'clock at night, mm-hmm. whatever. So I just be like, go in there and get you some hot pockets. Whatever. Mm-hmm. They good. Hmm. They warm. They'll be okay. They make it. They ain't dead, child. They ain't dead. They eat. They killing me more than they killing them. Anywho. Yeah? Anywho. I think that was it, though. Mm-hmm. You can cut all this out. I don't know, child. You can cut all this out. I think you can. We done. So. I think we done. Make sure y'all. You have to end it. We don't have to end it down in there. Oh, well, fuck it. We done. (laughs) (laughs) Who does that? (laughs)